All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And today we are going to be talking about all things cardio. So I'm going to be going over uh, basically all things cardio. So what is considered cardio? Uh, how much cardio should you do? What form of cardio is the best? Combining cardio and weightlifting and low intensity steady state cardio versus HIIT cardio or LISS versus HIIT cardio. And that's pretty much all that came up off the top of my head with as, as far as cardio is concerned. Uh, these are pretty much the top, what do I have here? Five, the top five most frequently asked questions regarding cardio. So without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, cardio is by far, yeah, it's by far one of the most, I think in recent years, definitely one of the most controversial things that have, you know, happened with the fitness industry. Like I think before when I first got into the fitness industry about like five, 10 years ago, like during that time, five, 10 years ago, I think that was when it was like, oh man, you should be doing cardio all the time. Cardio was like a huge thing that a lot of people were doing. Like, I think, yeah, like, I think that's where the myth kind of originated, like from then on, like 10 plus years. Yeah, I think, yeah, everyone was like, oh, if you want to lose fat, if you want to tone up, if you want to do like pretty much get into shape, you have to do a bunch of cardio. And only recently within like, yeah, within, I I would say less than equal to five years, that is when people started realizing that, oh, you should be doing weights. You should be lifting a lot more if you want to lose fat, if you want to build muscle. Yeah, obviously build muscle is one of them. But if you want to tone up, if you want to get defined, if you want to get in shape, there, yeah, only recently has there been a huge push towards weightlifting. But before, when I first got into the fitness industry, I think, yeah, there was a huge emphasis on cardio. Or just the fact that no one really spoke about spoke up about cardio, everyone just kind of went along with it and just did a bunch of cardio. And everyone thought that was a thing to do. I know, I certainly know I did. I thought just doing a bunch of cardio will get me lean, will get me that lean muscular physique that I was going after. And then weights was just kind of like a supplemental thing. And of course, like doing the whole like high rep, low weight in order to tone up, and then low weight, heavy reps was to get bulk or get size, but yeah, either way, I yeah, I always thought that you had to like do a bunch of cardio. And and even then I think part of the mentality when people preach like high rep low weight, that's kind of the with the intention of doing cardio. Like I mean, if you think about it, just doing a bunch of weights with high reps and little bit of weight, that's pretty much cardio. Like yeah, it, because if you lift heavy, you can't, honestly you can't go for that long. Like I would be pretty surprised if you were able to go for that long lifting a very heavy amount of weight. Yeah, but that being said, all those mitts are busted nowadays. Like you do not, it doesn't matter how how much weight you lift as long as you're training pretty close to failure, as long as you're lifting heavy-ish weight, like obviously not one rep maxing all the time and obviously not doing like 30 rep maxes, but somewhere in between, I'd say generally within the six to 12 rep range is pretty good to cover all of your bases. You can even go 12 to 20 if you want to go a little bit for muscle endurance and for all of the metabolic adaptations and then a bit lower for strength uh, focused. But yeah, uh, tangent aside, let's head, let's, let's go back to talking about cardio. So first point here, what is considered cardio? So yeah, a lot of people ask me this question or some, uh, another form of this question usually comes along the lines of, 
oh, so does weightlifting count as cardio? You know, cardio, people think cardio is, yeah, technically cardio is anything that raises your heart rate for an extended period of time. And so people kind of get confused with this. They think that weightlifting does technically count as cardio. I mean, they're not wrong in the fact that weightlifting does get your heart rate up very high, in fact. But the simple fact is weightlifting does not count as cardio because cardio requires you to have your heart rate um, elevated at an extended period of time. And generally, I want to say usually anywhere upwards of 15 minutes, you'll start to kind of get the adaptations or the benefits of doing cardio. And I have no research to support this. This is purely from anecdotal evidence. And also 15 minutes is not a long time. And for anyone just starting out, 15 minutes is good for yeah, like a good sustained pace to keep your heart rate elevated. And you can always go and you can always increase from there if you do want to further increase your cardio capacity and cardio health. But yeah, that being said, you don't have to go like too crazy, but definitely weightlifting does not count as cardio just because of how short a weightlifting set is. Like you can probably go for like a minute max before you just feel gassed out and you feel super tired and you just, it's just simply impossible. And at that point, you're not even building muscle. If you're lifting weights purely for the cardio aspect, you're probably doing it wrong because weightlifting is for building strength, for building muscle, for building muscle endurance, not for the sake of um, building cardio endurance. That's a whole different thing. And yeah, so yeah, for an extended period of time, that's usually when kind of the the cardio, the, like the aerobic adaptations kick in. So basically how this works is that your body basically has two systems. It's either anaerobic or aerobic. So aerobic means with oxygen. Anaerobic basically means without oxygen. So when we're doing cardio, we want to be working that aerobic system. And your aerobic system functions best when, at lower to moderate intensities for a very longer time because obviously – a very at a very high intensity you're not able to get a bunch of oxygen like think about like when you sprinted or when you did some very high power or yeah very low duration but you needed like a lot of power a lot of strength and like one quick moment think about that that was when you, you don't get really much oxygen during that so and like at that point your body just can't generate all that much energy or atp at that one time so it has to do it through its other sources which is anaerobic it's anaerobic energy systems, and I won't get too much into that. But yeah, basically, your cardio should be done for an extended period of time in order to get the benefits of working your aerobic system as well as getting all the other extra benefits from cardio, like your heart health and all that. So that's basically what's considered cardio. Weightlifting does not count as cardio. All that in a nutshell kind of went on a little bit of a tangent there. And then next point here is how much cardio should you do? And this is, yeah, another common question I get. So there really is, I mean, there is a general recommendation, but I, I'm i kind of on the fence about it. Sometimes I'll promote it, sometimes I won't. So if you Google how much cardio you need, you'll probably find like the first three answers all say something along the lines of 150 minutes of moderate intensity cardio per week or 75 minutes of high intensity cardio per week. And yeah, this is basically what a lot of the literature says. So yeah, that's why it's concluded by like the American Health, American Heart Association, the World Health Organization, and many other health organizations around the world. They have all basically come to the conclusion that 150 minutes of moderate intensity or 75 minutes of high intensity cardio is good 
for is optimal for heart health and all that in order to get all the benefits cardio. So yeah, generally for my clients and myself, I like to stick around to that number. Uh, personally for me, I do a lot of low intensity steady state cardio. So I do a lot of walking. I try to get in at least an hour of walking every day. So however much that adds up to that, that's definitely way more than 150 minutes. But yeah, that being said, 150 minutes is a good general rule. Now, obviously it's not a hard and fast rule. Like obviously if you are super busy and you don't have the time to carve out 150 minutes of exact moderate intensity exercise uh, per week, then that's, that's obviously fine. Like do what you can. And with that being said, like not everyone's going to be able to get that number. So generally I say for people who aren't regularly doing cardio, I say start out with two to three sessions of 20 to 30 minutes. And I think that's honestly manageable for a lot of people. So start with that much. If you feel like you are improving your cardio and a good way to know this is that if you are also lifting weights alongside doing your cardio, if you notice that in between sets, in between your resting periods, that you are actually recovering better, that's a very good sign. Like if you feel like, so let's say before you start out cardio, yeah, an example of this, let's say before you start with cardio, you're lifting weights in between each set. You feel like you're super gassed out. You feel like you're out of breath and you really need to sit down and recover. And maybe this takes you about, you know, three to four minutes after a very hard set. And after you start regularly doing cardio, maybe you notice that, oh, now that like, I, I feel like I can catch my breath after like two to three minutes. And then as you improve your cardio, obviously this will, this will help your recovery in between sets. So yeah, that's also another benefit of doing cardio with like weightlifting like it doesn't matter even if you're just trying to put on mass or if you're just trying to gain the most strength as possible a lot of people say oh man cardio will kill your gains bro like skip cardio and all that like no cardio can actually improve your weightlifting sessions by reducing the time you need to spend resting so that you can get your workout done faster because honestly i do not want to be sitting in the gym an hour and a half to two hours just to get through my workout, just trying to catch my breath at that, and like not even working out itself, just like simply trying to catch my breath and not try to die. Like, yeah, that is ridiculous. So yeah, in terms of, yeah, cardio, again, two to three sessions of 20 to 30 minutes, start with that or even, yeah, yeah, like, and you can do walking, you can do elliptical, you can do treadmill, you can do a uh, Stairmaster, basically anything you want whatever you enjoy the most. That's what I say. Like I, I did try other modes of cardio for a bit. I have done running when COVID first started. That's because like gyms closed down and everything. Uh, not a huge fan of running, but I did what I had to do. Did elliptical, did Stairmaster for a while. And it's just like boring to me standing in one place. And time and time again, what has come back to me is basically walking. Like I, yeah, I can do, I can do like an hour of walking every single day. Like I really do not mind it. It kind of just, forces me to slow down. And honestly, I think walking is actually the best form of cardio in terms of accessibility. Like a lot of people are, can literally just go outside and start walking. Uh, the ease of it, like it's not too heavy or taxing on your joints because you're literally just walking. You're not like explosively running or jumping or anything super easy on the joints. So people who are new to exercise can just get started without doing too much too fast. And yeah, be, yeah, because of its low impact nature, it won't inter it won't cause too much uh, stress onto your joints and connective tissue. And also, if you're doing a lot of weightlifting, you also do want to stay away from 
like very high impact forms of cardio because your body because it uh, causes some muscular damage and it can actually affect your recovery process and you won't be able to recover enough for your next weight training session and all that so yeah walking is awesome like literally anyone can do it and especially if you are like weightlifting and doing a bunch of other stuff on the side it's just very easy to add into your to your day and it won't tax anything else as much so okay okay i, I kind of went on this kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but next point here is going to be what form of cardio is best and so i'm going to answer this with it depends so it depends on what form of cardio you like you know what your current injuries and conditions are and obviously what you have access to so obviously the best form of cardio is the one you can you have access to and can stay consistent with and this is like kind of the no duh answer people want me to say oh this is the best form of cardio like you should do whatever it takes you should do whatever you can to and it doesn't matter how much it gets in your way you should definitely go out of your way to try and do this one single form of cardio when like that's not true at all you you do not have to do that and like yeah and it all comes back to what are you able to stay consistent with and stick with and so with that being said uh here are some things to consider so something you can stay consistent with and again the first thing that comes to mind is walking because of its ease of access it's uh very low impact nature and very beginner friendly and so if it checks all these boxes which means the most if it's the most accessible that means the most amount of people are able to do it and because of its ease and low impact nature that means a lot of people are also able to stick with it without like causing too much burnout without causing like too much damage onto their body and so yeah walking honestly is superior like if you were to ask me what is the best i would definitely say walking however with that being said if you do enjoy other forms of cardio in the gym like the elliptical the stairmaster like you know, running on a treadmill. Treadmill is definitely a little bit better than running on hard ground, just because the uh, treadmills uh, have like a shock absorbent, like, uh, what am I looking for? What does, what's the word I'm looking for? A shock absorbent kind of layer or just, just the way it's designed. It's, it has shock absorbing capabilities, which uh, reduces the impact on your joints. So definitely running on treadmill is slightly better in that aspect. However, for me, I cannot walk or run in one place. Like all the walking I do, I usually do it outside because I like the feeling of getting to a destination or even just like, yeah, just moving my body in space versus where I, if I'm on a treadmill, I'm literally just walking in the middle of nowhere. And I feel like I just, the past time I literally just people watch, which is weird at the gym. So yeah, I, I, that is like last resort to me. I do not like walking or running on a treadmill in the gym and staying in one single place. And yeah, that being said, uh, other forms of cardio. So when people want to think about calorie burn and also how much impact. So yeah. So another thing to consider for cardio is, yeah, how much impact does it and stress does it cause in your body and also the amount of calories burned. So if we want to look purely from a calories burn aspect, uh, running definitely burns the most calories, but it also does come with a lot of costs like very high impact um it's very hard to get into like especially if you're new and you and you would know this if you're new and you try to get into running like you'll run maybe like 100 feet and you'll feel like you're super gassed i know i definitely like tried running when i had literally no 
no business running. I had zero experience. I was like zero fitness level. I tried running. I would run a hundred feet and I would feel like I was dying, gasping for air. And I like literally couldn't breathe. So definitely running has that huge learning and adaptation curve. That's why I don't recommend running for a lot of people. And I'm even against it in the fact, like I don't program running for any of my clients. So yeah, if anything, you know, like I said, it all comes back to walking. Walking is the best. Uh, but yeah, for, for running that burns the most amount of calories. I think the next two are probably, so when we want to look at calories burned, uh, typically the modes of cardio that are going to burn the most calories are the ones that use the most muscles because yeah, because the more muscles you're using, the more metabolically active your body is, which in turn means they're burning more calories through that mode of exercise. Now, yeah, that being said, the, yeah, the, the modes that are, that do burn the most calories are running, uh, swimming is a pretty close second. Like you're moving your body through water. That's also a very good form of exercise. So yeah, if you can swim, that burns a ton of calories. And also because you're moving your body through water, you're not really creating impact onto anything versus like, yeah, versus stuff where you do on the ground where there's literally like gravity's affecting you and you're like, uh, causing a lot of impact onto your body. Whereas you're, when you're swimming, you're literally just going through liquid. So you don't really have any impact of any sort. So yeah, swimming is also good. And then next up, number three, I would say is elliptical because it's kind of that like skiing motion that you're doing on the elliptical. You move your entire body and it's very, and it's also very low impact because you're not really hitting your joints on anything. The elliptical machine kind of just guides and moves your entire body with you. And there's not really much like yeah, impact or resistance that you really have to drive against. It's more so just going through the motions and obviously you can increase the resistance, but you're not like taxing your muscles all that hard. So yeah, if you were, yeah, if you were looking to, and if, and of course, yeah, enjoyment and consistency obviously goes hand in hand with this. So if you find that you enjoy these three types of cardio, then that's awesome. Then you're burning a lot, a lot of calories and also like, you're doing a form of cardio that you enjoy. And yeah, I would say those are like the top three in terms of like, if we want to say best in terms of like calories burned. And then in the other category of best, I would also say this is going to be just simply how easy is it on your body? And so in, yeah, in terms of number one, um, this really depends. Yeah. The, these are kind of going to, kind of be the same as the other ones so swim i would say between the two swimming and elliptical are probably the 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 best two other besides walking these are like the best two because they are very low yeah again they're very low impact so they don't cause a ton of like unnecessary stress in your body they're easy to recover from therefore that's why i'm going to pick these two so yeah those are the best forms of cardio in my opinion and again the overarching theme or rule here is the best form of cardio is the one you can stick to. However, that being said, if you find that one of these on the list are also what you enjoy, then obviously these are even better, but don't feel the need to force yourself to like these. If you have something that you enjoy, but doesn't burn as many calories, then obviously go for it, you know? Yeah. And then other forms of cardio, I would say, um, th this has nothing to do like being the best, but obviously in terms of consistency and enjoyment, if you enjoy playing sports, that is awesome too. Sports burns a ton of calories, especially if you're doing it competitively. Like you don't have to be like 
like collegiate or like professional athlete but like if you like playing with your friends pretty competitively competitively then that's awesome too that's gonna burn a ton of calories you get into the competitive spirit and you start to move more and you enjoy it and you just move more simply because you enjoy it not because you're trying to burn any calories so yeah that's obviously a huge win for doing cardio and it's also like yeah kind of killing bird two birds with one stone you're just getting your cardio in you're also having fun you don't feel like you have to like program cardio in if that makes sense like it's just something that you enjoy doing on the side and you just happen to be getting extra cardio and so yeah with that you don't have to do any extra like programmed cardio or structured cardio where you have to like actually go out and plan it all right and then next point combining cardio and weightlifting i know i did touch on a little bit on this earlier so we're gonna go into more detail in with this in the next in this point so combining cardio with weightlifting some common questions i get with this specific point is that which one should you do first and how would you combine weightlifting and cardio so to answer the first question which one should you do first Generally, I say for most people looking to change their body composition, to build muscle, to lose fat, to get stronger, you're you're going to want to do weightlifting first because I think that's just simply uh, cardio is pretty taxing. Like even though even it if it is walking, like it, I can I feel like from a nervous system standpoint, like I feel like after doing a little bit of cardio, like I don't feel like training super hard. Like even, even if it's just walking personally for me, yeah, I don't feel like it's like just very taxing on the mind I'm guessing. So yeah, like, yeah, personally for me, I would much rather like lift the weights. I feel like I can like go hard in the weights. I feel like I have more energy. I feel like I have more focus just being able to hit the weights hard. And then cardio is just kind of yeah, for me, it's more of like an afterthought because I'm not, I don't feel like I have to like amp myself up and like hit it hard in, in the cardio session. Like cardio is just something I have to like keep a steady pace and keep going. But yeah, so yeah, generally most of the time weightlifting first, if you are someone who is uh, looking to improve your cardio performance, like if you are someone who, yeah, who just really into cardio and wants to better their, like, let's say you are training for like running like swimming or even a triathlon or just any specific cardio event yeah then yeah definitely doing cardio first and really focusing on that first that's going to um get you towards your goals better you're gonna uh be fresher you're gonna be less fatigued and you can actually focus on the training mode that you're trying to focus on and then you can actually just use weightlifting as a supplementation to get stronger train that other anaerobic system and yeah so it basically depends on what your goals are however yeah for most people this i generally recommend weightlifting first because um weightlifting is going to be that main driver of building muscle of improving your body composition whereas cardio is just simply another tool to burn more calories and and by improving your cardiovascular system you're not really going to like lose more fat per se. Whereas if you went harder and improved your your strength, your muscle building capabilities in the weight room, that actually has a greater effect on your body composition, if that makes sense. So yeah. So again, if you want to improve your body composition by building muscle, losing fat, getting stronger, weightlifting first. If you are training for a cardio specific event, then cardio first. And so now let's head into my last point 
of and this one yeah this one has been controversial over the years so this one's going to be low intensity steady state or LIS for short versus high intensity interval training or hit cardio and so a lot of the controversy of this it's which is better for fat loss and so when we talk about this from strictly a fat loss point of view fat loss the main driver is going to be trying to stay in a calorie deficit and so which one is better to help you stay in a calorie deficit so let's talk about low intensity steady state first so some of the pros on this is that it's less taxing because you're doing cardio at a low intensity steady state and another thing is that it's uh, not going to interfere with your weightlifting much because you're using different systems your weightlifting actually uses a lot of anaerobic system it's because if you think about it it's you're doing high intensity and you're not doing it for very long so it's going to tax that anaerobic system so by working that other aerobic system you're not going to tax that system too hard so you can recover for weightlifting and Another thing, low intensity steady state, very easy to adhere to, very easy for beginners to get started. Like you don't, yeah, you don't have to like push yourself all that hard for low intensity steady state to go out for a walk. Like that's ridiculous. You don't, yeah, exactly. You don't have to go out in a sprint. You just go outside and walk. And the only con pretty much of low intensity steady state is that it takes longer time. And so now let's hop on over to the hit cardio aspect. So Hit cardio, it, it's a very high intensity. So there, some of the, the the only pro is that it takes less time. But on the cons, it's pretty much the the opposite of the uh, pros on the low intensity steady state. So the cons is that it's very high impact, very stressful on your body. It's more difficult to reco- recover from than low intensity steady state. It's also taxing the same systems as weightlifting. So if you are trying to better body composition or if you're trying to improve your weightlifting performance, HIT cardio can actually interfere with that. Oh, I forgot to mention, a pro of HIT is that these this method was actually developed for athletes. So when you're doing high intensity, this literally mean high, means high intensity. And the majority of the high intensity workouts that you see online aren't even that high intensity. Like high intensity literally means you go all out, like you go a hundred percent. Like if you were to go out sprinting, you would sprint as fast as you can for your prescribed time for that interval. And the amount you recover, it's like, that is a necessary amount of time to recover because you went so hard during that work, work rate, work, uh, period. And then that rest ratio is literally dependent on how hard you were working. So yeah, most people like all these, like, quote hit workouts like aren't even hit like you're not going that hard if anything it's like medium and medium intensity interval training mitt like it's not hit but yeah the main purpose of hit was actually to improve uh athletes vo2 maxes so yeah think about like like at the end of a soccer match and like a soccer player like is running around the entire game so that taxes a lot of aerobic systems and then the hit is actually a an adaptation method or training method to help them like towards the end of the game like maybe they need to score like a last minute goal or something this uh will actually help improve their system like if they need to make that like game winning sprint to kick the ball or i have no idea i have no idea what i'm talking about when it comes to soccer but i'm just gonna like talk as if i know 
what I'm talking about. But yeah, what if someone needs to make a game-winning sprint to kick the ball into the goal? And this is when that hit cardio actually comes into like training or it comes into usefulness. So yeah, when you're going like at a low steady state, like the pretty much the most of the game, and then all of a sudden you need that burst of energy, this is where hit cardio helps you kind of recover during those little intervals and you get that quick burst of energy to do a high intensity sprint at that moment. And a few arguments I usually hear of why like hit is better. Like a lot of people will talk about the epoch effect or the extra is uh, excess post oxygen consumption. I believe that's what it stands for. I'm like 99% sure. But yeah, a lot of people talk about the epoch effect at, and I would argue that a lot of people don't realize that uh, low intensity and medium intensity cardio actually also triggers the epoch effect. And the epoch effect is calculated on a percentage. I believe it's like 6 to 15% of the total calories burned for that session. So it's not... So yeah, according to some influencers or like content creators or fitness people, uh, whatever you want to call them, they, they, they want to... They say that, oh, you can burn thousands of calories doing HIT when it's not true at all. Because 6 to 15 calories, it's honestly not that much unless your session you were burning literally thousands of calories. Because 6 to 15%, let's go ahead and average that. That's like 10%-ish. So your average HIT session will probably last 15 to 20 minutes. Because if you're actually going all out and doing actual high-intensity interval cardio you honestly can't keep that up for very long. If you go on an all-out sprint, I don't know how much, how much like long, how long you can actually keep that up, honestly. And like even the most elite athletes in the world, they can't do it for that long. Like if you're actually going your all-out max. So yeah, with that being said, like your 15 to 20 minute uh, hit session probably burns 100 to 150. So it's like, congrats, you burned an extra 10 to 15 calories, which is like you can eat like an almond and get all that back. So yeah, so that's kind of stupid, like with the whole epoch thing. Whereas, if you were to do low intensity or medium intensity, you can actually keep that up for a long time. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna feel gassed out or feel very taxed after 10, 15 minutes. If let's say you do like a thirty minute or sixty minute uh, session on the elliptical, you you end up burning like three to five hundred calories over that thirty to an hour's worth of cardio an extra 10% on top of that, that's an extra 30 to 50 calories that you're burning. And so, yeah, I don't get this whole like, oh, hit uh, the epoch effect burns so many calories when in fact, like literally low intensity and medium density burns way more through the exercise itself because you're able to sustain that exercise for longer. So you're going to be able to burn more calories over a longer period of time. And the epoch effect, because it's a percentage-based calculation, you actually burn more calories through epoch by doing low intensity and medium intensity versus high intensity. So yeah, I really don't get the argument there. And also a lot of people don't realize that, you know, as you get more fit and do cardio better, you don't actually get more efficient. Like a lot of people say, oh, you get more efficient, so you're going to burn less calories when that's not the case at all. Yes, technically you'll get more efficient if you stay at that same exact pace that you you've been doing when you first started so let's say you took up jogging and 
okay, at first, when you first started jogging, you're super out of shape. You can maybe jog at four miles an hour for like 10 minutes. And let's say as you've gotten fitter, let's say a year down the line, you're now you're able to jog like eight miles an hour for like 20 minutes. So that's like pretty damn awesome because you basically like over doubled your speed and also you're able to go longer. So you're actually burning more calories in like a short amount of time. Like let's say you're, yeah, you can only go 10 minutes and now you're burning. Now you can go longer. And even if you were to cut that time shorter, you're actually burning more calories in that same amount of time. So by getting more quote efficient, you're actually getting better at the exercise. So yeah, technically, I mean, you, you will get efficient. Like if you did three miles an hour of walking or running for like a year straight and you didn't try to progress, obviously you burn less calories, but as you get fitter, you want to challenge yourself more and you're able to work at a higher fitness level, then obviously you're going to burn more calories. So that's also another thing about cardio. Like the better you get at it, you actually burn more calories. So it's like such a huge win all around. So I don't get what people say about cardio, but yeah, those are pretty much addressing the most uh, frequently asked questions and uh, busting frequently spewed myths I've heard about cardio. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps answer all your questions about cardio. If you do have any further questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media. Uh, my TikTok, Instagram are both Austin Chan Fitness. Uh, my website's austinchanfitness.com for my blog. And you can listen to more of my podcasts on here. Uh, feel free to reach out. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for all of my social medias and an email link as well if you have any specific questions. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you in the next one.